Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old. We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold. And the labour power we sell, me boys, for a hard and weekly pay Produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA And whether we were born here or born in Italy In Greece, in Spain or Ireland, in England or Fiji We all of us are workers, united we must stand until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land We faced deregistration, it backfired in the face We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place We hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains And break a couple of concrete pours to back our log of claims so keep your powder dry and hold your head up high. It's glass to glass and face to face, our limit is the sky. We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed. Our builder's labour is a name to make a man feel proud. And it's good morning from the Concrete Gang. We're not going to say bright-eyed, we're not going to say bushy-tailed, just a bit damp, just a little bit sort of, well, what would you say, a bit cool. Welcome to winter in Melbourne, and all the bosses are whinging like hell because it's just been raining too much. Good morning, Gorilla. Are you also damp and I've got a little a bit less of, than cheerful? Yeah, I am. I've got a bit of mange. You get mange, don't you? Well, we're normally bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, but we've got a bit of mange and all that. A bit of mange? Oh. Yeah, but nothing a bit of sunlight won't fix. But, yeah, bosses are whinging, but that's what they pay to do, isn't it? Go out and buy yourself some vitamin D. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, String Bean. Good morning, listeners. Good morning, Warren. Well, here we all are. And uh, shouldn't and mention... go, the mighty, go the mighty bombers. Well, we were going to mention Anzac Day, a day of significance. Not just As it football. is every year, and it does lead, of course, on to Anzac Day afternoon. If that's not another nail in their coffin, the old, the old Buckley, mate, he's gone. and he's a, he's a dead man, walking dead man, isn't he? Cause especially when uh, Eddie reckons he's going to be right, so that's, that's the end of him. <laughs> Kiss death. And that was Eddie's plan, his, his, his special plan and all that. No, he's going to be, mate, he's got him nowhere. He's cleaned out all the blokes, he's got his own team he wants, and he's not got nothing. Honestly, well, it was it was they're pretty ordinary the old the old sag pies. Well, nevertheless, a bit like the Kangas, mate. Best team has won won a won a game. How's your coach going? Oh, well, I would have thought that uh, this is his seventh season and <laughs> probably his last. I would have thought that. Gee, some of those should have been too. But anyway, never mind. Let's move on to now. Let's get stuck in the magpies. <laughs> Come on, mate. Right. You've got to have another go, do you? Oh, just one last kick, because, I mean, you know, I've had a bit bad four or five years, haven't I? 
Yes, indeed. <laughs> yes, uh, the beloved and revered was uh, happy. Happy. I could. I understood, sort of listening from outside from the shed, uh, that uh, the voice was raised several times as she started talking <laughs> about donkeys and donkey this and you donkey and so on. I gathered that Essendon weren't going too well at that point, but they must have brought on the substitute <laughs> team after half time. Do you know what I love? I love the donkeys that. went off and the bombers came on. I love the bit, the ten minute mark of last quarter, mate. The hot, like there was something like eighty, a fantastic crowd, the eighty eight thousand and about. <laughs> 10-minute mark in the last quarter. I reckon there was about 60,000. All the Maggies all filed out. It was beautiful. Beautiful. Anyway. Had enough? Giving it to them? They had enough. I did did give a bit of a send-off as the way on the way out, you know. Should they win the Sookie La La Award later on in the show? They're in there. (laughs) They're in there. Right-o. Let's just mention for a start that last week, of course, was a day... Punctuated by Anzac Day, of course, and there was the RDO on Monday, though a few bosses sooked up about that. And then, of course, they came back to work and it all started raining and they sooked up about the SCAF meeting and all the rest of it. But listen, you can blame us for a few things, but you can't blame us for the rain. I'm sorry. Hang on. Have your own sook. Haven't deregistered the BLF rain dance. We can still do that. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Anyway, we should mention, though, Friday was Workers' Memorial Day, International Workers' Memorial Day, which is a day taken each year to commemorate and show respect to those who have passed away, usually in tragic circumstances, in the workplace. And uh, as always... We reflect back on what's happened in our industry over the last 12 months and there have been a lot of fatalities and a lot of serious injuries. And uh, it, ain't too ha- it ain't too hard to have an incident and an incident can get out of control very easily. Is that not the case, Gorilla? It's exactly the case. Short week, but a few things have happened. Exactly. Yeah, we had a, um, an incident. I'm just looking for his details. Now I can't find him, but anyway... Uh, we had an incident at uh, Multiplex on Thursday where, uh, where a welder was... Um, at Monash. At Monash University where uh, a welder was welding, if you know those stairways with the, with the handrails and uh, welding the sort of returns of the handrails and uh, he was obviously welding away in there and he, um, he, had, he had, apparently it was a tin, tin of thinners, uh, one, one level blow or something, the fumes out, so the nighter actually blew up like a bomb. And uh, it's, he's got been badly burned around the legs and all that sort of stuff. So although he's been badly burned, I think in the end of the day it was pretty lucky that was as bad as it got because when you got there it was like a bomb site. But anyway, so it's just another, um, you know, I think we've got to be a bit more, uh, you know, careful with that sort of stuff going on, especially having thinners around sort of, Stuff like welders, but um, yeah, so to our um, member, his name was Fu Guang Long Fix or something. If I, I think I might have, I hope I haven't done him a disservice with his name, but uh, he works at a company called Bayo Engineering. And I've got to say, Bayo Engineering didn't know whether he was a subby, it worked for them, it didn't know whether his mother was here in China, so we're investigating all that at the moment and trying to get the bottom of all that, but uh. And the other thing was with all the swims and that, whether he could read them. You know, I'm not sure whether he's, he was, you know, he could read English and all that. So there's a whole lot of issues to be sorted out there before um, uh, we see the light of day. But uh, 
Jeez, I'll tell you what, some of these things with near misses, myself and Alex Taddock always talk about these near misses and unfortunately we can't just keep having near misses. Unfortunately, someday something real bad is going to happen. I hope not, but that's uh, that's what's going on. So they had a safety audit done in there on Friday and going to clean the whole job up and uh, make sure these things don't happen again. But uh, I don't know how you stop things like that, but obviously you don't let them have them thinners in the same spot you're welding. That would be a good start. So the thinners were the custody or in the custody of someone else and obviously they didn't look above and next minute, boom. Yeah. But one interesting uh, aspect to the incident was the fact that he had nylon socks on. Yeah, well, that was right. And I mean, uh, I, You wouldn't even think that was important when you pulled them on in the morning. Nah, that's right. That's exactly right, Warren. I mean, you, when those accidents happen, all these things unfold and obviously his bear burns between his feet and his sort of lower legs and Obviously, the fact that he had nylon socks on melted, you know, and they tried to pull them off, and all the skin came with it, you know, which is pretty horrific. But uh, yeah, and uh, as Warren said, it's not the type of thing you'd think in the morning, is it? When you pull it on socks, whether they're nylon woolen or, or, or but something that we'll probably have to look at in the future, you know. Indeed, but as we say, there have been a lot of near misses, and unfortunately. It could be next year that when International Workers Memorial Day is on, we'll be uh, talking about another incident with even more catastrophic consequences. There have been enough this year. There have been fatalities and near misses in our industry in Victoria and right around the industry in Australia. And unfortunately, I keep saying unfortunately, but it is true, unfortunately there are just too many matters where the mighty dollar keeps pushing the production schedule and next minute what you would think would just be a basic safety precaution disappears in preference to production. Yeah, that's exactly right. And I, and I think the other thing is, uh, is, is, is the race to the bottom. I mean, you know, ABNs, all that sort of stuff and uh, people pricing jobs and... Uh, you know, we've got the, obviously the problem with the Chinese plasters, this bow engineering, I might be doing a disservice, but I'm, I don't care, but, but they're Chinese and you sort of got to doubt whether they're, whether they're doing things evident right and whether the bloke's been looked after right because they couldn't answer too many questions at the accident scene. So, uh, as I said, it's been investigated, but, I'm, but at the moment, I mean, work safe went down, but geez, you'd be holding your, you wouldn't be holding your breath to see them charging anyone, would you? Well... It seems to be the problem with WorkSafe around the country. I mean, only a couple of weeks ago, the pressure had to go on the South Australian government because a member, as we reported, was killed in South Australia on the Royal Adelaide Hospital site in a elevated work platform incident, and it took almost two years of constant pressure and public uh, humiliation of WorkSafe before the government finally ordered a coronial inquest. But... That seems to be a problem right the way round. Now, South Australia does give me a segue into Bob Day World. Oh, hey, Bob, Bob Day. Bob the Builder. Hey, Bob the Builder. Bob the ex-builder. Bob the Builder is officially bankrupt. Bob the Bankrupt. Bob the Bankrupt. And uh, we'll just note that you have to put yourself in for a bankruptcy and you then negotiate what you're allowed to keep and what you're not allowed to keep. And Bob kept uh, 600000 in his super, which he put in just before he was declared bankrupt. 
that yeah. right? Only $4,000 in the bank, apparently, Bob, but uh, $600,000 in, in super that won't be available to creditors. So it sounds like people aren't going to get paid. Um, he'll, you know, he might lose his house. He might lose his $3,000 stamp collection. Um, but he'll have 600000 in super. So should be right. Tough, tough break for poor Bob. Poor Bob. And his party have now joined with Corey Bernardi to form a new Australian Conservative Party. That's yeah. just another name for the Liberals, but yeah. never mind. And don't forget, he was a bloke promoting the, the, the ABCC, wasn't he? Oh, yes. He was a great fan of the ABCC. I mean, this ABC, what, what, are they supposed to be not just pursuing us, but pursuing all these dodgy builders that are going broke and not paying people? Isn't that, isn't that part of their criteria? Or am I being a bit silly about all that? Oh, I think you're being a bit naive. Naive. <laughs> I don't think either under... Howard, under Rudd, under Abbott, under our friend Mr Turnbull, the ABCC has got any other purpose than to pursue workers. So they're not worried about all these builders and not paying all the contractors and, and, and sending people broke and, and families and, and putting money in directors' banks and not sending companies broke so they don't have to pay the subbies. That's all all right, is it? That is part of free enterprise. Oh, okay. Right? All right. And that does lead us very nicely into a discussion about another favourite of ours, Watersun. Righto, Watersun Homes, uh, as we have reported before, went broke, owing not only the people buying homes a lot of money for their deposits and so on, but also a lot of their subcontractors. But what we couldn't quite understand is how come certain jobs of a uh, more commercial kind, uh, apartment developments were supposedly going ahead well we've worked it out and it's quite clear from the papers that water sun construction is another company all in together with water sun homes and so on but they were not actually trading insolvent they were still operating but then the job stopped well it's quite clear why the job stopped they didn't pay anybody so they may be solvent, they may still be legally operating, but they owe lots of money. And uh, there's a few people, uh, Ernie Rafferty and some oh, others, yeah, oh, you know, having a bit of a sook. Yeah, well, they look after their workers and all that, yeah. Yeah, but there is a problem. There are a lot of subbies uh, who are legitimate, people who have EBAs and so on, who are owed some serious money by... Gary Caulfield, uh, the director, I think now the sole director of uh, Water Sun Construction. All the other directors uh, cancelled their uh, directorships and disappeared. So Gaz has been left with it. Uh, Gary, who's got a very palatial residence down on the Strand at Williamstown. Uh, very nice. Yeah. And How's that, uh, how's that work? Well, Am I being naive again? It obviously, is, he is not declaring for bankruptcy, so it's not a problem at the moment. But anyway, uh, Water Sun Is that where the money went? Is that where the money went when they divided all the money up for the directors? Free enterprise. Well. We're both naive again. Company, <laughs> com- company law says you can do anything you like because it's proprietary limited. Sure. Anyway. There seems to be a problem with Water Sun Construction. It still exists. 
It is still legally in a position to trade, but lots of money is owed on jobs in Pascoe Vale, Blackburn, Footscray and so on, and uh, there will be a lot more before this is all over. But surely if you did something really serious, like bribery on a high-level scale and in a war zone perhaps... Um, you wouldn't be talking about dealing the Australian with, board, Dealing with dictatorships. Surely if you're involved in something like that, you would get a serious, a serious charge, a serious fine, jail time. You know, sure, these directors get away with it, ripping off people, but... You're being naive, mate. Am I? You're, you're a my gang, naive gang. <laughs> and uh, let's just send a special cheerio to Trevor Frug who used to be the boss of the Australian Wheat Board, and after 14 years and a lot of mucking around, Trevor, who uh, oversaw an operation which gave hundreds of thousands of dollars in bribes to... uh, No, sorry, millions. Millions, sorry. (laughs) That's a faux pas. Millions. (laughs) $300 $300 million in bribes to the Iraqi government, with whom we were supposed to be at war. Uh, anyway, our good friend Trevor has been fined $50,000 and copped a five-year ban on being a company director. And 13 <laughs> lashes with a wet tram ticket. We go on one job, we play up one little bit about safety or something like Toilets. that. And we cop a whole lot more than $50,000 fine and potentially debarred from being a union official for life. Anyway, that just leads us into a little track. And maybe this explains why Nigel Hatchkiss doesn't really concentrate on anything except us because he's only got so much between mouthfuls of red, red wine. was red red wine for old Hatchkiss baby. Yes, Nige. I've scoffed a bit of that in the, in the business classes. He's flying around, lardy darin, eating up the taxpayers' money, taking us to court, 
bloke for union officials having cups of tea on the job and stopping you know, asking where women's toilets are. Jeez, he's doing a marvellous job, isn't he, old Hadji baby? It's all all in the latest copy of the magazine. That's it, come a journal, out. yes. That's right, the ABCC's greatest hits. There's Hatchkiss on the front of a cassette tape. Uh, he's had some doozies this year trying to ban the Good Friday Appeal flags. Um, but if you really want to know what all the fines are about, there's, it's a great write-up in the magazine. Have a read. Um, it runs you right through it, and what a disaster it is, Hedgekiss. Yes, indeed. And a bitter uh, and twisted old man, isn't he? Yep. But don't forget, we've got new powers, a whole lot of new new weapons to use against not just union officials, but also shop stewards, and in fact, rank and file members of the union. Never forget, it's aimed at the whole union, not just the leadership. Now, Peggy of the Year. Yeah, we're a bit disappointed, old Peggy of the Year. At the moment, there's only got, we've only got apparently out of thousands of jobs, we've got five Peggies that are any good. That's a bit disappointing, isn't it? Indeed. Well, I think they've got to lift the game out there, boys. Yeah, I mean, there's an opportunity for... I can think of one Peggy who uh, you and I have both worked with who has not been nominated. Well, apparently he's sucked up. If he gets nominated, he's not, you know, don't dare nominate me. There's another good reason. That's a good reason to nominate. Basil out at the, at the Glen Shopping Centre. He should be nominated. There's a few other ones. Indeed. Uh, there's, uh, who else is there? Jeez, I've got, I've got a blank now. <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe, there is, maybe there is only five. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Righto, come on, get the, get the nominations in. Get the in. Peggies in there. Jeez, what's wrong with you blacks? They're the backbones of the job. Right on. Now, let's talk about Backbone for a second. Let's just mention the AWU. No Backbone. Lack of. (laughs) Because apparently they had a delegates meeting, and who was the guest speaker? Representatives of the ABCC talking about the new code. Bullshit. Eh? Talk about dancing with the devil. Well, hang on. Let's let's, let's just go through this. When you said the stewards meeting... How many are we talking about? Phone box? Phone box. <laughs> Phone box and Nigel's boys took up most of the room because they're all well fed. But Righto. You've got to mention that comes on. <laughs> it comes on top of uh, in la, ta, ta, telling ta, their members ta, ta. not to attend the rally. Uh, you've got the entire union movement uh, rallying behind the CFMEU and, and against the ABCC. Uh, the, the leader of the ACTU backing us up. And uh, what does the AWU do? They tell the members, don't go to the rally and and invite the ABCC into their delegates' meetings. I mean, what turncoats. Yeah, surprise, surprise. Now let's get right to the scallywags. scallywags. So far we've got Bob Day. Bob the Builder. Bob the Bankrupt. Jeez, what a low life that bloke. Gary oh. Caulfield and Watersun Construction. Oh, please. We've got Adam Maltman. From uh, Hasa, he's a project manager who wants to uh, whip everyone into work and in the rain, etc. Three weeks to fix your covered walkways. I think he's got a bit of history. That was enough, oh, apparently. Yeah. St. Hilliers Abbey Group, you oh, name it. Good geez. on Yunkin. Is he going up the ladder or down the ladder? He's going down, isn't he? Well, he hasn't improved, that's for sure. Attitudes he had before, he's still got him. On the hip parade, Chad Morgan. Indeed. Not very polite either. Very rude. <laughs> Righto, Bow Engineering for the oh. incident at Monash. Seymour White, uh, who have got Vic government jobs that uh, are questionable uh, 
Well, the nomination should be for the Victorian government, yes. really, for right. giving the contracts to Seymour White. An unknown commodity in this state, in some terms. Well known and in Queensland, though. Ashley Levin. Oh. Had a sook up. Sooked up because he... Sooked up because he give himself up and now... Now he's sooked up about it. Look, he sent a text to, to me by mistake that he's pissed all over a unit. Now he's blaming me. Well, listen, mate, if you get... You know, maybe you need a, I don't know, rebore or something, or mate, you, you need something, but, you know. <laughs> right, so Ashley's going to win the sooky, sooky lava. Yeah, Ashley's going to win the sooky lava. And, of course... And a cheerio to the other directors in there, they'll be laughing like shit about this, I'll tell you. <laughs> and, and last but not least, the AWU for uh, being very indiscreet with their guest for a morning cup of tea. Mm. Supping with Satan. Indeed. Who are we going with for Sookie, Sookie, Lala? It's Ashley Levin. Who are we going with for Scallywag of the Week? AWU for me. That's the lowest. Yeah, well, that is low, but geez, you've got not a bad field there. It's a field and a half, isn't it, when you think about it? Uh, Gary Caulfield and Water Sun Construction. Oh, that's as low as shark shit, that is. Really? I think they're in a bit of bother. We're going to hear a lot more about that one. Yeah. Probably when, it com- when it comes to sanctimonious, anti-union, Sanctimonious? Absolute- That's something Georgie would say. Sanctimonious. Sanctimonious. Christian, bloody rorter. Bob Day, I mean, oh. Jesus, this is a this is a classic field. This one, it's got everything. <laughs> it's a Melbourne it. Cup field. We've got sellout <laughs> unions. We've got bloody shit bosses. We've got sanctimonious Christian bullshit artists. Governments. We've got the we've got the government. We've we got and 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 basic low life bloody project Saint managers. Sanctimonious. <laughs> hey, who are we going with? Hey, who are we going oh, with? Oh, mate, Bob Day. He's a he, look. Honestly, he was the one pumping up the tyres of the ABCC. He voted for it time and time again. And he sent all those poor people that didn't finish their houses and all that. What a joke! Yeah, but you I know, mean, you know who he is. He's <laughs> he's a mate of the. It's not the union inviting the ABCC in. Come on. Oh, is that? Yeah. Right, okay. Right, oh, all right, right. Compromise. Yeah. Bob Day's won it enough anyway, I reckon. I'm sure he's had a few. Let's have a have a joint win, win it for Bob Day and the AWU for all loving the ABCC together. Well, that makes sense, Bob Day with the a, a, for the AWU, I suppose, yeah. Right, okay, so the winners Cut of... Cut to the orgy track. No. <laughs> <laughs> Bob Day and the AWU for... Uh, Scallywags of the week for their unholy alliance with Uncle Nige and the ABCC. We didn't now, mention Buzzer taking selfies, did we? No, no, we haven't got time for Buzzer oh, selfies. There's right. too many of them. Right. And a cheerio to Georgie Despard. Yes. At, he's now out at the Royal Mel- Melbourne Hospital Rehabilitation Section at Royal Park. And he's in Building 17. Redwood Drive, that's the Campbell building up on the third floor. He is looking for visitors. Okay, we'll go out in the same old way. Dare to struggle. Dare to win. If you don't fight, you lose. lose. Good morning from the Concrete Gang, and we're going to go out dedicated to Ashley Levin, Mirror in the Bathroom. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.